lot's happened since yesterday! Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of A Lot's Happened Since Yesterday. My name is Ralph. My name is Cody. And today, my friends, we are joined by Phil Verone and Chris McLernan, a.k.a. the governor, as I'm told. So, Gov, how you doing, my brother? They are from <laughs> the band. Well. They are from the band Panic Boom. Guys, how you we doing? We are. Thank you oh my gosh, we're having good days. It's a nice Sunday. We're chilling. I wanted to get straight into Panic Boom because the more I listen to your guys' song and the more I watch the video and the more I see shit that's going on, it just it hits home too much lately and it it's kind of insane. Um, but first let's talk about how Panic Boom started. Yeah, let's uh, let's actually let's talk about the name real quick. Real quick. Okay. Sure. Uh, what does Panic Boom stand for? The uh, National Anthem. <laughs> that's an old joke. Okay. I was that's like, I was like, really? That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> old Sinatra joke. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It Sorry. takes on a different meaning now, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's how like reactionary that, that response is. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. I never heard that one before. This is a good one. <laughs> I never heard that one before. Um, uh, panic boom. Well, that's because planet boom was taken. Uh, that's, okay. that's a nutshell. We are uh, back in the uh, old days when we uh, formed the band in 94. Uh, it, was called, it was called planet boom, like planet. And then um, 20 plus years later, now we're 26, seven years later, um, when we uh, decided to, we were just going to re-record one song, Revolution, but it turned into us writing a full record. And then we go, uh, we went to go put the band into, you know, like the band camp and get the name and all that stuff. And we realized that there's actually a planet boom already. So um, we always liked panic boom for some reason. We liked the word panic. And it kind of just fit in. So we just, we, we separated uh, from the planet and put the panic. And that's really, because we love the boom side of it. You know, the yeah. boom was, and plus I have it, uh, I have boom, wait, is it this one? Yeah, I have I have boom tattooed on me. So boom oh, had to be in the damn thing. So that's the, uh, yeah. But uh, that's really what it is. Nothing, nothing. I, I think naming the band is probably the most boring part about being in a band. You know. Naming yeah. the band? Well, because yeah, the, and really plus there's special about it. And like you, know. you said, it, it, it's it's so frustrating to have all of these ideas and go, well, well that's taken or that's too close. Yeah. Or, you know, it just gets really tough. I mean, I haven't heard one name of any band that was that was an interesting story. You know, like yeah. it's always like a bunch of guys that are just worn out and you like tried every name in the book. I mean, listen to Motley talk about naming a band Christmas and Kiss was going through their name. I, th that's I was probably my least favorite. Even Saigon Kick, when we uh, tried to name Saigon Kick, and it was because um, I I misheard the the girlfriend of our 
our guitar player. And it was like, it could, but we were all sitting there like burnt out, like on trying to find a name. And finally, and then once the Saigon kick came, it was supposed to be Saigon kiss, like an actual kiss. And I said, oh, that's sound, a Saigon kick. That's pretty cool. And then it stayed on the board. Like, okay, well, let's, uh, we'll keep that one unless something else comes up. And you know, at that point, that's the name of the band. Nothing right. else is going to come up. We're done. <laughs> so with Panic Boom, it was just like, we, we, we liked Panic. Everybody said, yes. We we're like, good, let's move on. And that's what we did. Uh, it usually turns out to be the thing people argue about the least because you're tired of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> as long as it's yeah. interesting at some point, you're like, good, let's go. Right, exactly. Stuff that matters. I just yeah. wanted the boom. That's it. Boom. As long as boom was in the title, we could have called it anything. I don't care. It was just, <laughs> I, I love, and because it's not only just because it's ta tattooed on me, but I think the band, the, the word boom basically like, you know, describes this band uh you know when a song starts it's that kind of energy and that kind of sound and so i always wanted boone and panic is just worked out great i actually like it so yeah when it did stand out to me especially with with the revolution video i'm like it almost kind of it goes with hand in hand you know because all the crap yeah. that's going on the way the song speaks about it it kind of is a panic boom going on so i, yeah. I thought it was and, very uh, yeah, and the lovely Chris McLernan, he uh, mixed it, produced uh, Revolution. So you have that wall of sound coming at you like a tsunami. And um, I think that on the video side, on the visual side, uh, that's what I did when we were all talking about it. You know, we just there's so much stuff going on in the world, as you said. We're all burnt from it, you know. And uh, basically, it's uh, two years of, you know, in video is what I, we did. And then right. some friends of ours, you know, I had a, we had the news ticker in there and that the news ticker turned into a, um, uh, a lyric ticker. And it was just another brilliant idea that a yes. friend of ours had. And yeah. So we just ended up making something really cool. And, and, and the idea of the video was that um, that's all our lives were for two years is staring at televisions or some kind of something that's playing back at you. And what do you make of this? Right. You know, it was important. We kept it neutral. I would, you know, send Chris copies of the video. I'm like, hey, what do you think? And we sent it to Randy and everybody and everybody had the input because we didn't want to say or do anything that didn't represent each other and the band. You know, we're not trying to be political. We're just trying to show what was going well, on. You, you, the, the song is very political and the video is very political, to be honest. I mean, it's that political, was... but not, we don't take sides. That's all we're saying. Like, no, we no, no. I noticed yeah. that. And you know what? Yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting because you have uh, visuals of Martin Luther King in the video. Yeah. And this happens to be Black History Month. Right. And uh, it, it, it also happens to be a, a, a very, the times now, guys, we got to admit, People are kind of, like you said, they're fired up. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So this song actually does, not only is it catchy, but because I thought the chorus was really catchy. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you. And, uh, but also I think it's, it's really relevant to the times right yeah. now. Well, what's yeah. funny is, you know, Randy wrote the lyrics 25 years ago and didn't change one. Not yeah. See, that blows me away, dude. You guys, you, you wrote this song 25 years ago and it still rings as true now as it did then. Right. It's yeah. it's scary yeah. to a point, you know, because it, and I don't know, man. It, well, I think, uh, you know, it comes down to that what, what, uh, 25 years ago, we had the same 
you know, unrest or whatever of America. You know, mm. there's and no matter what, it, I don't think it was as there because the internet wasn't insane back then. Okay, it was yeah. just starting out, so it wasn't thrown in our face. But for one, if you think for one second that racism was gone in '94, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it just so happens that now it's up front, and we we as Americans, or at least this is the way I, I I'm going to speak for myself as an American. I expect the government to do the right thing. I always mm-hmm. did, right? right? And they have failed us. So, mm-hmm. in that respect, um, but it, the government's been failing us since they they made the the, the constitution and the day one. It's been failing us. I mean, yeah. it's that's it's you know, uh, but so I, I just believe that these days we didn't have twenty four hour news back then. You know, it's like when I was a kid, Walter Cronkite came on. He came on for a half hour. You listen to him. He was God. He was the word. And you get on with it. It wasn't 24 hours a day. That's what our problem is today. Yeah. You know, ratings, not news ratings. Yes. Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. Well, and, so, and the biggest issue, too, that they're coming in contact with is they like to present their narrative like they always have as mm-hmm. as long as they've been doing it. But you have everybody with their fucking cell phone taking pictures, shooting video, being on the ground level going, I don't know what they're talking about. Here's what we're looking at. And, and you have this clash going on, you know? Yeah. It, it, when I mean, did you guys film this video? I uh, I, I did the video because no, we had uh, the singer shot uh, footage of himself singing, you know, in front. And, and, and I edited the video, but I built the video. Everything that's in it, I built. I'm an editor. That's what I do, like, as as my my day gig so i just built the video and i made it into nine screens and each there's nine different videos going on you know of what's happening in relevant sections so there's no performance other than the uh the singer i like i really like what you did with this video i think that it uh it's got kind of you know got this uh i don't know what to call it cnn type of you know thank you because that's exactly what i did i copied cnn the news tickers and um and st- and i got believe it or not i saw the i was watching independence day the movie with jeff goldblum mm-hmm. and um uh the first one and uh, and and there was a scene when they're in the newsroom and he's in a it was a newsroom or whatever the wherever goldblum was but it, i saw this wall of screens because initially yes. it was going to be old televisions <clears throat> and all this other stuff but i saw this wall of screens and i was like you know nine screens we can have a lot of information flying at you and he, and and because we are constantly getting bombarded with information right. you know and none of it is true or false or we don't know what it is it's a lot of opinions and speculating and and bullshit you know right. where where you know it, like what do you believe anymore so i always believed that humans had enough sense to make their own judgment or decision according to being smart or or experience or they may know someone smarter or a doctor but everybody gets their news off of their friend who Mm -hmm. copied and pasted something that was was fucking wrong 30 pastes ago you know and then you have this fight that because nobody wants to be wrong yeah (laughs) it's like but everyone wants to be first Yes, yeah, everybody yeah. wants to be first. Absolutely. Yeah. Out here, one of our news quits, I can't remember how long ago it was. This is a while ago. 
And I, I don't know if you're familiar with the comedian um, uh, Enrique Iglesias, the fluffy he yes, calls okay. himself fluffy out here. They actually on our local news station reported him dead. Yeah. And he Is had he to dead? call them and go, no, I'm still alive. Yeah, I heard he died. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's funny. Nobody came out on our news and went, oh, sorry, he's still alive. They just went on <laughs> with life. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? You just let people believe he's dead? You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Media, I think the, uh, media the, always the, wants to be first. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. The, the, um, the, the, the real journalist is pretty much extinct, it seems. Mm. You know, um, too many bloggers, too many gossipers. <laughs> Facebook... Facebook in, by itself will be the end of mankind. If they trace it down to like how the, you know, when the meteor hit the earth and there was the ice age, well, Facebook is that to me. It's just going to make mankind extinct because everyone's getting dumb. And I don't know why you got to be dumb. I go on Facebook. I have fun on Facebook. I, I promote things. I talk to my fans and that, but, but how people just turn instantly stupid I don't, I don't know. It's very strange. And I'm not talking about opinions because I, I'm not right on my, I have my opinions, but I'm just talking about right and wrong. Right. When did the human, when did humans um, like just don't know what right and wrong is anymore? When, when did they learn not to behave? People yeah. leave, they got to learn how to behave. And I don't know what did that, but it's, pretty bad you know it's it's pretty embarrassing I, I, honestly i think i think more the advent of the internet and I, I equated it to my wife i said it you know when you get with somebody in a relationship and you move in together there's that tension right in the beginning because like why did you put the toilet paper this way or where's this or you always move my shit and there's always that for a minute while they're you're learning <laughs> you to live with somebody my shit. <laughs> isn't is, isn't i always equate isn't that kind of what's going on with the world like we went from being the world to the internet came and we became this fucking big you know I can bring yeah, up TikTok well, and see I, what I somebody's think... doing in fucking Botswana. And now we're going, well, I don't like that. And it's like, well, dude, they're over there. Why don't you take care of your shit first? You know, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, exactly. You know? yes. I, it's nothing. For, why, why humans seem to, to think that they, their word means something. And it doesn't, you know, unless we ask, you know, I, I ask friends of mine for an opinion because I trust them and I love them and I respect them. And I get the right, if I ask Chris, something he tells me the truth whether it's brutal or not that's what i expect yeah you know and if he and if, the, and if he has an issue with something he'll tell me listen you know like what are you doing or whatever i i need that in my life we need people like that you know for good friends i don't people don't have friends anymore or whatever it is or they don't want to listen but i'm wrong all the time you know and that's okay because i'm learning I mean, even at my age, you can't, you, you learn every day. Yeah. I don't that's, know. And that's, you know. that's really, I, I was talking, you know, with the current things, you know, one of the biggest taglines that people like to jump behind is trust science. And I'm like, cool. The idea of science into itself is to question it every step of the fucking way. Right. Yeah. You know, scientific it, method means you bring up a doubt and see if you can prove the doubt or dispel right. the doubt. Yes. Exactly. It becomes more true the less There's you can trial. prove it wrong. Error and through process and through questioning and through results. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So when when yeah. I hear and and I I have I have personal people who go, dude, just trust the science, and you're like, yeah, I am. That's why I'm asking questions. You, you should know? always. Yeah. yeah. My God, I can't imagine being like, okay, that's good. You know, yeah. like it's never that good. You know, yeah. I my my, I guess my issue with people, and I don't know what what where it went because I can only 
you know, we talk about this um, uh, when we do a concert, right? And we do these concerts, and when you look out in the crowd, you see rock fans, man, people smiling. You don't see Republicans, you don't see Democrats, you don't see Black, you don't see White, you don't see anything. You just see rock and roll fans or music fans. I went to see Shinedown on Friday night. Nice. Okay. Thanks. 6,000 people in, in Vegas. They just destroyed the joint. Incredible band. And all I saw was smiling faces. At one point, the singer from Shinedown said, hey, you know, we, we, you know, there's a lot of new faces. He first asked, hey, how many people have came to see Shinedown before and, uh, or haven't seen Shinedown? A lot of people raised their hand because they're young. And he goes, well, turn to your neighbor and shake their hand and say hello, because you guys have this in common right now. And I thought that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Because at that point, I saw white people shaking black people's hands. I saw, you know, Asians. I saw, and I could tell you now that that is it. We're, 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 Nevada's a very Republican state. I had no idea. Extreme sometimes. And I could tell you that Democrats were shaking Republicans' hands. My point is, is that you can get along, man. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was really cool that they did that. And I've never seen that before. And I watched the whole audience turn to their to the left and shake hands and high five each other because that's what they had in common. So what do you think it is about the Internet and the disconnect that makes a lot of people turn into just assholes? Like, I'm going to just say vitriol, toxic shit just because I can't. That's an easy one for me. No consequence. Or when we were kids, no street justice. You, you mouthed off to someone on the playground. That was that. That's true. Settled. That's true. You do that now. You're, you're, first of all, no one puts their real name out. You know, in the old days, if you wrote a letter to the editor of a newspaper, you had to put your name and address down. Not a chance when you're, you know, Weasley Gopher 927 on Facebook, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What the hell is that? You know, and you I have to say anything with no consequence at all. The rudest shit, the most in- accurate shit. It's amazing to me. Yeah. So the best, the best video I saw recently was Buzz Aldrich, I believe. I think it was Buzz. Um, uh, he uh, was at a meet and greet or whatever, and some dude, a big dude, came over to him, and told him that the the landing on the moon was bullshit. It was fake, <laughs> right? And and this old man cracked this motherfucker like just hauled off and cracked it took him off guard that dude was huge and but i mean he was an old man and he just swung because you know what fuck you that's why you know like (laughs) like, who are you this guy oh it was fake landing you have do you have the proof show the proof yeah show all the everybody has a lot of things to say until you go can i see the evidence well my dog and the guy i saw it on facebook all right let me find this pdf i got yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's this is ridiculous, man. And, I mean, and they're, funny is they're, 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 they'll do it to us about our careers. That's what yeah. that's what always cracks me up. Well, you know, because this happened in this time and this whatever. It's like, uh, no, you're wrong. For one, two, you're talking to the band archivist for you know the last 25, 30 years. Three, no, yeah, you know, you weren't there. Shut the fuck up, you know. It's, I it's one of the few times I actually got an altercation with somebody. He's like, you're wrong, dude. You weren't there. That's not what happened. I don't care what you read on Facebook. Wasn't that, gonna that, that shit's insane. They won't even listen to the from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Right. That's well, like you said, it's not about being right. It's not about the truth. It's about winning an argument at that point. Like they're married yeah, to their argument and they will fucking double down no matter what. And you're going, 
dude, I fucking lived it. I'm the guy you're talking about, and I'm telling you it didn't happen. Nope, fuck you. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> that happens every day for me. <laughs> but, you know, look, I, I, I don't understand. I, I find that people that are very um, confrontational every day, like they need that in their life, apparently. I guess it might be an addiction, just like drugs yeah. or just anything else. You know, I mean, they don't know what to do with themselves if they had a peaceful day. I live for peace. Like, I just yeah. want a peaceful day. You know, <laughs> I, 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 but some people just, you know, and I'm sure you got all of us, we all know these people that just have drama filled around them and, and i was probably one of them years ago you know yeah. when you're on the road and you're just fucking crazy and doing drugs and um but i just don't understand it's almost like these people are so addicted to it that they if they're not fighting or arguing about something they don't know what to do with themselves i can i That's can crazy. speak from experience to a certain extent because i was one of those people for a while and for me personally it was more of the fact that i was in a position I didn't like, I was in a job I hated. I felt like I, you know, everything about me, I didn't like doing, I didn't like being. So I fucking hated everybody for it. Yeah. You know? Right, yeah. I mean, if there's bad energy has to go somewhere and it's always easier to throw it on somebody else. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, finger pointing is, is one of the biggest things that put all politicians do not, there's no one party. It's the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a politician, you're lying or you're blaming somebody else. There's not that many righteous people out there in politics yeah. and the ones that are they're trying to like you know shut up it's a very weird thing you know I, I i guess i can't imagine like what the romans were when you have this emperor who's a complete asshole and then you have the senate trying to control the you know and it's, look at korea north korea you know if somebody disagrees they kill people it's like i don't even know what's going on it's, it's just an odd time for the united states because i mean in my 55 years I just never see anything like this because I just thought people could behave. And, I, and I'm all for like, get behind a guy like, hey, man, you know, but I'm not I, I, I did not vote for Trump. Um, but that doesn't mean that Joe's doing a splendid job either. I'm, I'm committed to the United States, OK, because I'm an American. So whoever's in the office, if they're effing up, they'll hear it from me. I don't give a shit what party they are. You know, I don't. Because when the day is over, they have to help us, okay? Whoever's in there, that's all. And that's the argument to me. It's like, why are we even arguing? You know, because it's like, aren't you an American? That's what you want. And, and to me, that's what revolution is about. Because on the flip side of things, it's like, you know, some people are crazy and they do dumb things and they don't understand, you know, how it works. And... Um, uh, but 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 you know and, and other people protest in peace i think protesting is a, is a great thing i think numbers are important you know to be heard yeah but you don't have to kill people to do it that's no one was going to listen to that i know that the loudest person in the bar no one's listening to you yeah. know but if you want to sit down and work some shit out i could do that in two seconds and you'll get a lot more accomplished especially when you're showing some respect and, and seriously, you should be able to look at somebody for the greater good and for a better to make something better. And even if it gets heated, find commonality in a common ground and go, I'm not trying to kill you. I'm not hating you. We're both passionate. I mean, me and Ralph have gone rounds, but we don't hate each other. It's not it's not a matter of that. It's about finding what's right and finding what's good. You know, do you have respect for him? 
No. That's the key. I'm kidding. No, I so, no, he's yeah. my brother, dude. Yeah. No, because, <laughs> because that's what it comes down to. I I look, I was raised in a house. My parents, Chris Chris lived with me. He knows my parents were nuts, but they were the greatest humans. But respect was in that. My the, that's all I knew is respect. Okay. That's what every house should be like. My father, you know, didn't have to never hit us, never even yelled. He put his finger up like this. You know, and, <laughs> and then you got if two came up and you saw two, you better get out of that damn room because, you know, you and and but we knew this, you know, because and it wasn't fear. It was respect. You know what my biggest fear was for my dad or my parents was to not disappoint them. That's what my fear was. Yeah. I didn't want to disappoint them. I wasn't afraid of them. There was nothing to be afraid of when you have good parents or or parents in general. Respect. I just didn't want to, you know, disappoint them. Today, no one gives a shit. No one cares about their legacy. Yeah. No one cares, man. I was like, Chris and I, we talk about this all the time. It's like we see our friends or these people that we know that are in bands and stuff that have legacies and they're just destroying them by talking dumb shit for nothing. You know, because years from now, these people, these demigods, these con men, they're, they're all be gone. Yeah. But you'll stand. And your career is going to go. And if you have kids, it's going to go with them. You know, that's true. That's it. That's true. Especially nowadays, a, it'll follow you for decades. Yeah. I, had, I had a question for, for you guys on the side. Are you are both of you from the band Saigon Kit? Were both of you members of that band? Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. How was that experience? I'm curious. Great. Wow. I mean, we, we did everything from, I mean, Phil was there obviously earlier than I was. But when I joined, um, I was able to watch the ride up as the single took hold and become a hit and then all crash and then have it kind of reborn again um, in the rest of the world where we were. I know this when it happened, Phil and I were calling up each other and saying sex farm has gone number one in Indonesia. <laughs> but um, Indonesia was a, it is well, it was at the time. It's probably bigger now. Country of 250 million people. And we'd gone number one. So. Then we had that ride to deal with. And then it went down again. And then we reunited in 2013 or 14 and everybody came back again. So it was just something you're not planning on when you go and make a rock and roll record. You don't think it's going to be this, like Phil was saying, a legacy that people will come up to you later and say, hey, we played this when my mom died. We played this when my child was born. We played this when we were married. We played this you know, when we feel great at parties. You just kind of go, I thought we were just playing a song. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's really, it was a, it's a fun ride. It is, but man, there are ups and downs that are just brutal. Oh yeah, it's a roller coaster ride, isn't it? Oh yeah, being a musician, it's like a zip line. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's yeah, a it's, rush. Oh, zip line. <laughs> I well, I think it's like it's like you go to a thousand and then you're at zero. There's really no in between to me. It was kind of like yeah, yeah. The, the in between was getting there because that was always fun you know like you're 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 young you're playing and you don't give a shit you live with your parents and that's all fun and then we thought like wow getting a record deal is going to be hard that was easy maintaining the band maintaining a career dealing with what we didn't know which was business you know we it was a lot to take in but it's no no different than any other band story you know Saigon Kid. Right. We did a lot of great things. We did a lot of bad things. That's what we do. We were kids and, and, and the idea is to learn from it. I think we make great music. That's it. No matter what had happened to the band, 
we made a really great body of work and chris and i are you know we we uh we were they're they're re-releasing the uh, water record so chris and i and jason beeler are doing um uh the, the on vinyl the water record is next and we're proud of this stuff you know i mean no matter what happened in the day they're not going to take that from us you know like it happened right. it's over we move on we're still friendly um and that's it because there's way bigger things in the world right now to worry about than other yeah. than we already did the saigon kick thing it was great we yeah. have the great body of work that's our legacy so there's no reason to argue about it anymore you know well what do you guys think about i got you guys you guys have a lot of knowledge about the business so i gotta ask what do you guys think about the current climate of music and how musicians are making a living and and the streaming and all that stuff spotify and you know let me let me know what you guys think about that i'm curious I think these days, if you're not on the road, you're not making money because there's an expression I heard at the ASCAP conference, which is analog dollars have become digital dimes. So streaming has absolutely stripped a musician of about 50 to 60 percent of his or her income. And I think like there's this whole, whole thing going on with Rogan right now at Spotify. I think at Spotify, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to start focusing on podcasts to make money and start jettisoning jettisoning uh, musicians because musicians aren't worth the pain in the ass. You know, let's, let's deal with one person on a podcast and make twice as much money. Yeah. You know, we're not paying off a record company. We're not paying off a publisher. We're not paying off a band. We got one guy. So, and let's pay them a little bit, you know, or a flat fee. Yeah. But it's the, the, the crazy thing about when, I know this sounds like we're talking about talkies to, you know, silence to talkies. But when we were back making records, if you wrote a song on a platinum selling record, one, one song, you could plan to make 90 grand. Now, I think the, the phrase I heard was 36 to $37. <laughs> Motherfucker. So that means you go out on the road and yeah. hope because you can't put a t-shirt on YouTube. You know, you right. can't rip around. <laughs> you just can't. You know, it's attendance. That's what pays you off. So it's, it's the old days again. Well, I recently saw someone comment on a uh, friend of mine who happens to be a musician, his post on Facebook. You know, I don't get into the politics on Facebook. I'm not going to be that cat. But at the same time, I do see things that are being said. And this one guy said, I don't know if he's a musician or not, but it didn't sound like it. He said, musicians need to stop whining about not making what they used well, to make. He's definitely not a musician. So <laughs> yeah, right. he might play something. <laughs> no, he, he's not a musician. Yeah. Look, you know that's like saying, uh, you know, uh, who garbage men. Let's say garbage men. They're not getting paid. Yeah. Okay. What if we didn't pay them to pick up mm -hmm. the trash? It's the same thing. A yeah. gig is a gig, man. We're right. no better than garbage men, and garbage men are no better than us. I'm talking about the pay. If you go to work. And for some reason, people put musicians on a pedestal, um, but it's a job, man. We, yeah. we, you know, when when you are a kid and you get a record deal, that's our job. Contrary to popular belief, they think you're catapulted into rock stardom or whatever, or even actors. If you're a famous, Brad Pitt goes to work. He's not, he, being famous is not his job. Yeah. His job yeah. is acting. Okay, right. so people get the famous thing. I get gets a little clouded. Um, so 
it's no different than if you were over at friggin', you know, I'm sure the same guy who said that about musicians probably bitches every day about his wage at wherever he works. It's the same damn thing. We just happen to play music as our wage or yeah. whatever, or lack of. Very yeah. good point. Yeah. Very good. But point. now imagine, imagine over a 10 or 15 year period, let's say you're making 100 grand a year, $50,000 of it just starts disappearing. Yes. But you're working the same job. Yeah. Would you stay at that job? No. Right. But we do. Right. Because, yeah. you know, we, 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 we make, we write songs and we, we, that's what our job is. So, yeah, when, when, when platforms come in like Spotify and they don't pay us, yeah, I have a huge, I don't give a flying shit what Joe Rogan has to say. I think he's a douchebag and I've always thought he was a douchebag before he even said any of that stuff. I'm not a fan. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I don't like Spotify because they rip off artists. That's all. I yeah. hate Spotify. I actually I had Spotify on our list for that reason because I was like, they yeah. are the whole big thing with you yeah. know Neil Young, Joe Rogan, Joni Mitchell, That's all these fucking not, people. And I'm even, like, okay, not six months ago, the that. musicians were going. Spotify is telling us to create right. more music to make more money, and as if we Look, just shit this stuff out of our butts, you know. You can't censor <laughs> stuff, okay? Because we have the one thing I stand behind is our First Amendment. You know, we have to, we have the freedom of speech. You can't censor that shit. Yeah. You know, I know, you, I know they, they can spot, uh, Spotify can and, uh, uh, and, and Facebook can and Twitter because they're not federal. Right. It's they're, they're independent companies and you can, you know, that's not a first amendment, uh, uh, violation. It's not a federal thing, but I think that without the first amendment, we're fucked. Okay. That's 100%. a big problem. So, what Joe Rogan said, I've never listened to Joe's po podcast in my life. I have no desire to, you know? So whatever he's saying, I understand. See, what he's doing is, is, is a, I think, is not a First Amendment issue. He's, misinformation should be um, a, a consequence because that's hurting people, okay? That's where it falls, which will never fucking happen. Nice. So to me, arguing about Joe Rogan is moot. And, and if Neil Young wants to pull his shit off, I would pull it off because he's not getting paid before yeah. what Joe Rogan says. Yeah. You know, like, and, and if he wants less. to pull it off, then pull it off, dude. It's your shit. Do right. your thing like that. That's, you know, you know and, when and they're I screaming, think, they're trying. Neil Young is trying to censor Joe Rogan. It's like, no, Neil Young no. is saying, I don't like this. Pull my shit off. No. I don't cool. and, do and your thing. Look, dude. If I had a career like Neil Young, I'd pull my stuff off of Spotify, not because of Joe. But because we're not getting paid, I mean, that's why it's like, what was that? There was a joke, a meme going around with Metallica. It's like they had like a billion plays and they're like, okay, so what did they get? Like about 150 bucks. You know, <laughs> exactly, man. Uh, yeah, there was actually and, and, a Desmond Child um, post about how much he made off of something like 3 billion streams of uh, Living on a Prayer. And it came out to like 6,500 bucks or something. I mean, that's just no way really that different. was that the joke or is that actually the real statistic? Oh, no, no. He was on um, Eddie Trunk, I think, talking about it. Oh, my God. Right. See, that, that's, no, 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 no joke. No joke. Oh. That's why every musician should pull their shit off of Spotify. Yeah. Not because uh, uh, of some dope that yeah. said something, because Joe has every right to say whatever he wants. I think that you're dangerous when you're using a big platform to put misinformation out there. That's all I'm saying. So. And well, we and, and that's 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 when it comes down to like, is it intentional? Was he having conversations? And and that is up to whoever goes and does their shit. You know, I got like you said, I ain't got time to worry thing. about that. But 
if I tell you to go drink bleach and you do it and you die, I should be held responsible for telling you to go drink bleach to an extent. To, yeah. Okay. I mean, look, humans are stupid too. So, you know, you would think in, for one second, you would go, well, let me like, like with, when COVID came around, Chris has some doctor friends. And I would say, even said to Chris, he has a pharmacist friend. I'm like, so what about this vaccine? And Chris researched it, talked to the right people. And he told me about it. And we are good with that. But we talked to people. We talked to yeah. doctors. We, t- we took it upon ourselves to do the research, yeah. not listen to a, a fucking square talking to me because yeah. I'm not that square doesn't care about me you know but my friends care about me and I care about my friends so we want to get the right information so let's yeah. spread the right information not because a person said it but the right people because who do you go to let's say there was an epidemic of drums okay drums were killing people I build drums and I play them I'm an expert yeah. won't you come to me and go hey dude if I see a snare drum rolling after me, what do I do? Because I'm going to kill me. You know? And I'm using this stupid analogy, but you understand what yeah. I'm coming from. Yeah. It's like no. my expertise is snare drums or drums. So I'm, you're going to come to me for the right answer. If I say, hey, don't worry about the snare drum, you know, the, the kick drum, no, don't worry about that. But the actual kick drum will, is going to murder you, and it does. But I tell you to get in front of it and just stop it. You'll be able to. And it runs you over. Well, that's pretty fucking bad. And but, I think that's what's going on. And that, but that's the scary thing, though, that they're pushing because it's like, if you're wrong or you say something incorrect, there's discourse to be had. If you silence well, somebody it, that it, disagrees with you, there's no discourse to find truth. It's this is the guy who's I, yeah. telling you how it is, and you don't get a chance to think anymore. And yeah. and I'm afraid they're they're trying to toe that line to some extent. Well, and the problem is it won't stop because I out of this discussion with a friend of mine was talking that, you know, getting rid of something was a good idea. And I, okay, because you agree with the censorship. No, I don't agree with censorship. Yes, you do. But what happens when you don't agree with it, but you set the precedent that you agree with it? Right. So just right. Assume, hey, you agreed with this one. Yeah, that's what in, le- that's law, in law, they call it precedence. You know, yeah. this, this and this happened before you. You agreed with it. We're taking this one away too. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, just that's I don't terrifying care what, to me. The only time I have issues with people is mm-hmm. when they're saying things that are hurting other people. That's all. Because that's when they should be held accountable. Um, misinformation that hurts people. If you incite riots and they kill people, you should be held accountable, no matter who you are. I yeah. don't give a shit. Like it's it's not about a a a, a party or a race or anything. It's about humans. If this asshole did something to another person, they should be held accountable, just like the idiot that killed, you know, George Floyd. I mean, the guy murdered him. That's what he's arrested. He's in jail. He got that's what he got. Yeah. You know, he, that's that was the consequence to what he did. Well, um, although I would agree with you, uh, Phil, I would say that, that don't you think the media is also responsible for spreading yes, misinformation? 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Because and I that's the scary thing, it, because even, you got both of them trying to silence different voices. And right. we already know that one of those that are being that are trying to silence are already lying to you. So it's like if you silence I, them yeah. to just them, then then who's telling the truth? You can't be even told. Right. Well, you know, again, you I would expect that humans would go, look, this guy's a con man. He's basically setting everything up to be a look. We, I, we know we know. We know con men in our lives. We know 
you know, how things were run a certain way. We know shady business people and, and it's always something they stay. I just dealt with that with a record company. I like I, to, in this day and age, I was going to put my, my uh, documentary out uh, with a soundtrack, which actually sparked the, the panic boom reunion. And the label I found out was just a bunch of us fraud, just fast talking, stealing money, like Ponzi scheme type thing. And this is somebody that I thought I knew, you know? Um, so these people, you, you have to be so careful now. So I don't care what channel tells you something. You have to, for one second, take a breath. And then where do you go? Can you go to the internet? Not necessarily, but who doesn't know a doctor? You have your own doctor. You have somebody that you can actually talk to and go, hey, let me just get a little, uh, some information here. Maybe research it, find out what's in the thing. You know, and don't tell me about cats shooting la Jewish laser beams and bullshit. Like, yeah. you know, it's like enough of this shit already, you know? Uh, and who I forgot about the this? Jewish laser beams. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that, and that was part of my point because if you think about it, this has been going on for a long, long, long For as long as time. time. For as long yeah. as time. Think about, think about the, when you would go to the supermarket and there would be the, the Star Magazine or the yeah. Inquirer. Where, sure. Or, yeah, one of those, one of those. And, it, you know, it, it was posing as an actual media resource but it was entertainment yes. i mean i find but not everybody got that. entertainment yeah. i mean when you when you and, and and you know there is there is some truth in those magazines there are there is a two-headed human you know there right. there are well now we know there's aliens shit man you know for the longest time they were saying you know that 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 but now we know that there's ufos or under uh, you know alien whatever they want to call it the government Look, I, I just feel that when it when it has to do with your fellow neighbor, you just have to have respect. I think there's a lack of respect and there's too much selfish people and not selfless. With that said, I know a lot of great humans. I know, and I know that the great humans outnumber the shitty humans. I know this, you know, and I just hope that, you know, we can get past all this crap and and hopefully relationships can be salvaged and and people can, you know, decompress and because look what if, what if you got arrested tomorrow okay no evidence whatsoever and they just told you every day that you just murdered someone you're like what are you talking about i, I, was in, I wasn't even in the country yes you were no i wasn't you have any evidence no but i read it on facebook yeah. so you murdered them that's what's going on today that's how extreme it is to me because i saw an interview with a trump supporter that said uh uh, it, it, I don't care. The person said, I'm going to show you all the evidence that, that Joe won. I don't care. Even if I, even if you counted every vote by yourself, nope, he didn't, he didn't win. They don't even want the fact. So how do you go through life? Forget about Trump. Let's just talk about life now. Yeah. How do you go through life? Not even accepting facts. What if your child was sick? No, nope, he's not. I read it on, on WebMD or whatever. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? It goes, yeah. we, no, we, I don't know. It's, it's the classic Absolutely. facts don't give a crap about your feelings, which is why you should honestly try to find the truth, because at the end of the day, good or bad, the truth is going to be the truth. And it's yeah. going to help you. It's going to bite you. It's going to slap the shit out of you. It's still going to be the truth. You know, you can't Remember, reword yeah, something. Chris and I talked about, like, because uh, I was stunned, too. And Chris even said, like, these people just fucking they're so in it. They don't even know what they're even arguing about anymore. Yeah. 
but they're just going to argue because they've been doing it for years. Right. You know, it's well, such a fucking waste of time. My God. You guys seem to be pretty uh, deep in your thoughts about what's going on in the world today. I, I do have three last questions for you guys. Yeah. Um, as, as, as far as the song, the single goes, do you guys believe there needs to be a, a, a revolution? And the second question is, there's a portion, there's a verse in the song that says, let's rewrite the constitution, if I'm not mistaken. Do Burn. you guys believe that that needs to happen? Those are two questions. I'll ask you the last one. Yeah. Yes, it is two, yes. Which one do you want first? Does there need to be a revolution? Do you believe that? I don't, because the problem with revolutions is they create a vacuum. And then when that vacuum happens, people want order in their lives. So you got someone who comes in who says, I'll take care of all your problems. Just me, just listen. And that usually produces tyranny. And that's yeah. generally not a good outcome. No. You know, if you look at history, that, that type of thing. I mean, the, the most recent one, I think, was if you look at Iraq, that you took out Hussein and it created a vacuum and it was all kinds of problems. I think the all same thing happened with Syria. With, uh, is that Syria or is it Lebanon with Gaddafi? Um, I should know. I live in the Middle East. Um, but it, uh, that's usually what happens. So revolution is, as far as a instantaneous thing, just produ produces chaos. And people typically as a group don't like chaos. They like order. So they tend to fight a revolution, but that doesn't mean someone won't try, but I don't think, um, I don't think that's imminent myself. No, I can't, I can't imagine hey, this civil war stuff makes me giggle. And, and I tell you why. Because it would be over with one drone spy, sprite. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Thing. Are you talking about idiots that were gonna like like the only reason why anything advanced in in the first place is because <laughs> the 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 White House squatter didn't call gu the guards. You know we now, we have we have a we have a, a solid you know uh, a person representing the United States now. If if that were to happen today, the military would be there and it'd be done in seconds. So this whole idea that there's this vast amount of people that are going to do a civil war, our military, which are truly the bravest, the patriotics, you know, patriot, the patriot, the true patriots, who I have such great respect for, will end this shit. And it's some, you know what, if it needs, if we have to mow down some domestic terrorists, and these people are domestic terrorists, as far as I'm concerned, I, I just, you know, like you're attacking our land. That's all there is to it, whether you're an American or not. You don't do that on our land. That's that's a, so revolution. No, I think our revolution is it, we don't take it in a literal sense. As far as the Constitution is concerned, yeah, I think we need to rewrite a lot of things in the Constitution because po politicians have used this in every way to get what they want. They looked at loopholes like the the Electoral College, which is a joke. You know, all these loopholes that were put in there because of the time. I thought humanity was supposed to evolve and you can't use laws from 1770 fucking nine for a 2021 right now or 22. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that, that, that scumbags are scumbags, whether they're politicians or they're scumbags and they're going to use whatever they can to make themselves go ahead. And I think that pretty much, not all politicians, but most of them that I've seen in my lifetime,
do not have anything other, their agenda is about themselves, period. And that's Democrats, Republicans, it's about them. Yeah. And the few people that are truly like patriots and want to do something, they get laughed out. You know, they just, people laugh at them, call them socialists, and go crazy. You know, people, if you ask us what a socialist is, they don't even know what they are. Yeah. They have no idea. I'm like, do you get social security? Then shut the fuck up. You know, like, what, I mean, what are you even talking about? You know, it, it, it's like people just don't understand because they just get on the train. And I think that that train is only going to make them look stupid at the end. Yeah. You know, so because, no, because rather than think, searching for truth, they're just reading headlines and, and getting mad. And Chris yeah. is absolutely right, man. When they killed Saddam Hussein, that started a shit storm because he was the worst piece of shit on the planet Saddam Hussein but he controlled that region and kept everybody in check so the government we go in there kill people that's great and then left that fucking void that vacuum that Chris talks about what are we going to do here let's lock some people up for consequence that's what needs to happen so you go you know we have a law you can't murder someone right okay so when you murder someone you get a, we know we're going to get arrested we know we're going to go to jail we know so now let's get some consequence if you think you're going to overturn a government, well, quite frankly, I'm a little more extreme than most people. I say you put the gallow on the steps and you hang a few fucking people because that's what it's in the Constitution. Treason is treason to me. So, you know, uh, but people need to get fucking they, they need to they need consequence. And I think that revolution can be peaceful, too. You know, we, we're talking about doing peaceful protests. We are, we are in numbers. We are very powerful. The government does not want us to be in numbers because that's the worst thing that could happen to them. Because once everyone's talking and we're smart, we could put anybody out of business. Think about that for one second. If we're pissed off at PayPal because of their 6% and we actually could talk to each other as consumers and go, look, uh, we don't want PayPal. We'll say we're going to uh, we need you to put your percentage down. We want you to make some money because it's you know, that's what it's about. But people are fleecing. You know, we're fleecing us. And they say, no, take two seconds to put them out of business. Yeah. But everyone's too fucking selfish. You can't even turn your phone off for two days. That's why that's what the politicians, I think, are, are, are preying on. And I think that they don't want smart people. They want the books out. They want all. I think <laughs> history full of shit anyways so i mean you know they can burn a few of those but but in reality uh you know because because real history is coming out now because yeah. science we talked about science in the beginning of the thing mm. science is proving a lot of things wrong yeah we're finding out a lot of things now you know um and that but people who are in their beliefs don't want to know about science they just want to know about people who believe in their agenda or what their outcome is or what they believe right and they could talk I'd it's not about it's not about debate believe. or discussion. It's about just agree with me and move on because I don't want to have. Yeah, I'd rather discuss. Yeah, I find it fucking fascinating. I one of my good friends, he's a musician here, Michael T. Ross, he's a keyboard player, hardcore Trumper, hardcore. One of my best friends. We talk all the time. He doesn't agree with Trump now, yeah. but he voted. He's a Republican, but he also understands the United States. He's a very reasonable person. I have many Republican friends, so we could talk about this all day like this. I don't hate that. That's I think that I think I can learn a lot as they can learn a lot from me. And I, I love my conversations with him because I learn a lot from him. 
yeah. what he's thinking, where he thinks it's from, like where it's from. And then I tell him this and he goes, checks facts. And then he calls me back and goes, hey, man, thanks for that. I actually learned a few things. And that's how you continue a great friendship with respect without, oh, you're, fuck you. I got called a commie. I got, <laughs> I got called a commie, which was the funniest thing I ever, ever heard in my life. And I actually said, thanks, man. Cause I actually complimented him. I was like, a commie, like you're just running out of stuff, but I've never been called a commie. So I thought it was great. So I'll go with commie. <laughs> anyway. All right. You commie bastard. I just got one Chris is really the commie. I mean, I, he's quiet. Yeah, he's, a, he's the commie. Chris well, is <laughs> Yeah, what's the third question? I'll let Chris answer it because I won't shut the well, fuck up. Well, the, the third question is, what is the plan for panic boom? I mean, what is the what is the plan for the future? Because honestly, I mean, that's what this is all about. This was a, a very intellectual conversation, and I really appreciate your views on this, guys. I do. This was great. But I want to know now what it, you guys re, re, releasing Revolution. It's a single. You got a new album coming out following this. But I don't know. Tell me what's what's the plan. Um, I'm literally finishing up the the mix for the next single song called "Keep It to Myself." Um, then we got to decide I'm going to be the third one. And then uh, while that's all being assembled, we'll get the record ready. We have enough tunes for two whole records. Oh, and man. our two guitar players got ready or got together uh, last week and like, hey, we came up with two more. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. you know, <laughs> so there's not a shortage. But the crazy thing is they all sound like they're from the same period of time. So and, and I don't mean in the sense that it sounds like it's dated, but they all sound cohesive and like they belong together. So there's no shortage of material. So the idea is just be self-propelled and um be able to produce stuff as long as we want because we can do you guys plan on touring at all or oh we're working on the hologram you know yeah put, we got a hologram <laughs> <laughs> so i'm, I'm gonna be yeah, the holograms will be on tour yeah love it that's brilliant <laughs> chris chris and i will be on the couch at home right uh, <laughs> yeah. well and i think with that, videoing you know that's kind of the, the uh, and it's not a mis misconception, but it's kind of a misunderstanding about how the business works. Like with your material, like with Phil and I, we don't own our own catalog. So Atlantic can do anything they want unless we try and buy it back. Same thing with touring. Touring is such a financial commitment. For, let's say for a week of time, that is just unbelievable. You know, and people are like, oh, I'd love to see you guys. It'd be great until it's Thursday night in February in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, <laughs> and it's snowing yeah. and they don't want to find parking. And we go on 11 and, oh, God, the kids got a test tomorrow and I can't go out. And, you know, I get it. We're, you know, we're not 22 anymore. So it's um, but I think there's ways around it. Phil and I have talked about doing a streaming thing where you just you get the band together, you stream it out and you, you just do it that way. So people from all over can see you as opposed to having to go to the venue or, and they can also see you when they want to see you, you know? Yeah, and so, with streaming, you have that, houses. you have that interactivity. Home is the question, you know, the, the, yeah, the main right. thing. We don't have to leave. So I, I tell you, I, I watched Shine Down the other night and, and I, I, I text Chris and I was like, you know, for like, I don't know, maybe we'd like to play some shows. <laughs> and Chris is like, yeah, just think about it for a couple of days and then I'll ask you again. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, slow down there. 
it was fun you know they're just tearing up the joint and that energy and i was like for a split second i maybe i lost my mind yeah. <laughs> well yeah. no i was actually going to ask you about that because i remember you earlier on in our conversation you had mentioned yeah. that that you had gone gone to see shine down and that it was a it was a really cool experience so you know even though i understand where you guys are coming from i wonder if you don't really want to get out there for, i mean yeah it's a pain in the ass you're absolutely right phil it's work you know well, I, mean? I tell you this, I love these guys. These are my brothers. These are guys that I would take a bullet for, you know, mm -hmm. so I want to share the stage with them because mm -hmm. I'm proud of the band. And I, the band has, this is a great band. This is a great playing band. It's a great songwriting band. Um, I would love to play some shows, playing shows and touring are two different things though. So mm -hmm. I think we would definitely yeah. do some shows together. Um, I think it, we, I think, I know for me, I'll speak for myself. I want to play with these boys on stage. Like I'm, I, I, I want to show them off like a new girlfriend, you know, like, you're just like, cause, cause you know, I, I love the song so much and I respect and love these guys. So, uh, but getting on the road, woof, I just, eh. uh, but you know, Hey man, if we have a gigantic smash and uh, you know, it warrants the tour. Well, we'll see, you know, I am, you know, I'm, I am turning 55 this year. Uh, Chris is, is hitting six. Oh, uh, we're we're uh, we're we're older, and we get senior citizen discounts, which is kind of cool. So touring Denny's would be great. Uh, yeah, a lot of early bird shows. <laughs> well, the biggest yeah. question, the biggest question I have for you, Phil, is: Do you have a new girlfriend that you want to show off? <laughs> yeah, it would be the band. There you go. <laughs> the four other guys, man. That's my. That's that's because look, your girlfriend. <laughs> you're always married to the band. That's no true. matter who you're married to. You're always married to the band. That's why there's so many divorces. So, <laughs> not from the band, but from the actual. No, uh, yeah. So the band, Panic Boom is my new girlfriend. She's a good looking girl, too. She sounds nice. She's, uh, she's got was, all the what, what, Well said, brother. Well Hell said. Yeah. That was very well yeah. said. And like some, <laughs> some girlfriends uh, got about four different personalities. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Well, isn't is that the norm? <laughs> Nobody ever knows what the engine doesn't know trouble. what it wants. Everybody's got a different opinion. Yeah, we get along surprisingly well. Uh, because if we don't like something that Chris likes, then Chris just tells us to fuck off. So we get along great. It's a, no, <laughs> no, we uh this band is is shockingly uh democratic. I mean, we have five guys and we we don't listen to the other three. Me and Chris make a yeah. decision. No, I'm just kidding. We, uh, we no, we, we everybody has a say, uh, unless they don't agree with us. I'm kidding, but um, no, it's uh. it is a very it's very good. Everybody's name is on the songs, and um, look, we we're we already did this, so this is fun for right. us. Yeah, we already went through the heartache of the music business, and now we're just having a good time, <laughs> you know, because we don't need any of that stuff. We just need to put some stuff out, talk to good guys like you have some fun on some podcasts, put the song out. And uh, the fans are, are wonderful. I actually um, was so excited because when our band camp, because everything, by the way, Panic Boom, uh, everything is Panic Boom. So the band camp, the uh, Panic Boom band is our website. So if you go to the website, you can go to every, it's like our, our, our landing page. It goes to all the streaming, goes to our band camp, our YouTube, everything. So okay. panicboomband.com. When we got our first sale on Pat on, on the band camp, which was we set the thing for a dollar. Okay. 
And I saw the first dollar come in and I was more excited about that uh, than I was for anything in my career because it was something we did and nobody's got their grubby paws in it. You know, it was just like we put it out and fans and, and, and fans are paying more than a dollar for it. You know, it's fun. And I just thought it was great. So like that day we made like 17 bucks, you know, and it still was more money than I made when we were on Atlantic split but from five people so it's still more money so that's what i loved about it you know but well you heard it here folks phil from panic boom was excited about a dollar a dollar <laughs> and, and because it's what that dollar was hooked to because number one i made 20 cents which is wonderful and i've never made 20 cents on the song in my whole life and two it was with five guys or four other guys that i love dearly so i'll split a dollar with them any day of the week and i'll that's, be just that's as excited very, that's, so very that's, cool. that's i fucking that's, love that's that what, that's what's cool about it i gotta so give I, you the i gotta so give you, you the Ever walk into a business and they have a dollar up behind them just stuck on the wall? Yeah, the yeah. frame. First, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. There you go. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good yeah. point, Chris. I've yeah. seen that many, many times. Oh, yeah. yeah now, does, just, does just, it change? Just for the record, I am Italian, so I skimmed already. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm Irish, so I made it. I made sure everyone got their share. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the governor. It's, ah, well, there I'm you go. It balances. Spread the graft around. <laughs> These guys are awesome, ladies and gentlemen. Panic Boom. Check them out. They have a single out with a very cool video, by the way. I, I really dug it. Loved I it. watched Thank it you. like five or six times, man. I, I really loved what you did there. Uh, so check these guys out, people. They have a new single called Revolution. And it's really cool. It's really catchy. And the video is really cool. Support these guys, man. Absolutely. Support these guys. Wait, what do you say? Another dollar. We need one more dollar. Come one on. More one dollar. more dollar. If everybody chipped in one dollar, they would have more dollars than they have at this moment in time, ladies and gentlemen. That's how things work. Welcome to capitalism. Oh, that's yep. a fact. <laughs> that's it. That's how it works. <laughs> Phil, Chris, thank you guys so much for showing up and for spending time with us, man. I can't believe Thank it. You. This is awesome. It was a great conversation. I love the fact that you guys are so open about your opinions and what's going on. And you, you guys are willing to go down the rabbit holes with us because some people really aren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, well, I mean, could you know, a lot of that's economic. Have you guys read um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson? I honestly <laughs> no. want to, but I have not. No. <laughs> Fantastic point he makes in that where uh, he went and lived in Russia for a while and the Russians were unbelievably rude but he realized they weren't being rude they're being blunt because there was an an economic part of the relationship they didn't share because there was something about a hope that i could make money off of you or you can make money off of me that didn't exist in russia so when that was the biggest difference he knows between here and there so the the bluntness came in handy when he came back here because he figured out right away who wanted something out of him and if they told the truth or not. And it was something as easy as like, you know, going and ordering a sandwich, you know? I don't know, what do you think? I don't know, what do you think? I don't, just fucking say it. Just yeah. say what you want, for God's sake, yeah. you know? Interesting. And the cheese. No, I'm just kidding. And the cheese. Uh, <laughs> that was right. awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. For, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Hopefully, uh, Thank you for joining us. Soon, huh? This was a great conversation. I really do like the, the song. I'm looking forward to the album. Do you guys have a name for the album yet? 
I think it's gonna be self-titled. Yeah. Nice. The next single, uh, to keep it to keep it to keep it to yourself, um, comes out probably March area. Chris is mixing it right now, and right. then we're gonna shoot the video for it. But that that's gonna be uh, so. Hopefully, we'll talk to you guys when the next single comes out as well. Absolutely, oh, yeah, you're welcome absolutely. back anytime, gentlemen. It was a great conversation. Appreciate that. Anytime. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go check out Pan and Boone. Support Phil. Support Chris. Do all of that Peace. great stuff. They are coming out with some great shit. Till next time, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Be good humans. Always fucking forward. Conversation, not cancellation. There you go. Good one. Peace. Thanks, guys.